being able to take those different types of components, let's say the first party data coming from a brand, different measurement solutions that we have, and being able to dissect those audiences and understand different profile components, understand their journey through the specific decisions that they make along the funnel, and then tie that back to the campaign and provide those insights back to brands. This will help improve their digital marketing campaigns or programmatic campaigns, give them an overall better understanding of who their travelers are, ultimately help them build a more successful business. But then you think about the social landscape. The research and data is hugely significant. When we combine all of these different touch points. Build that long-term loyalty. And then diving into the clicks to leads to sales. It's gotten to a point where it can drive better results than audience targeting. And really is what's going to set you apart. You're tuning in. You're tuning in. You're tuning in to the How Agencies Thrive podcast. I read something interesting on Statista. The largest travel and tourism market is the hotels market with a projected market volume of 446.5 billion US dollars this year in 2024 and 76% of total revenue will be generated through online sales by 2028. Hello and welcome to the How Agencies Thrive podcast. I'm Sneha Suhas from Stack Adapt and with me I have travel marketing experts Yehia and Munem from Stack Adapt. Today, we're here to talk about all things travel marketing, right from how programmatic advertising can specifically benefit the travel industry, personalized marketing experiences for travelers. We're going to cover everything you need to know about travel marketing, but let's start with a round of introductions before we jump into this topic. Munem, I'm going to pass it to you. Please tell us about your area of expertise and your experience so far. Yeah, for sure. I can get started. So... Hey, I'm Munam, and I'm currently a senior analyst within the solutions team at StackAdapt. So our team essentially works on building ad tech solutions across multiple different verticals and industries. But along with Yaya, one of the core verticals we are focusing on is travel, which is why we're here to speak today. Um, I have been part of StackAdapt for two years now and have been working on travel for a majority of that time. So I've spent a lot of time working with clients and partners within the space. Throughout this time, uh, we've worked with multiple brands that span from uh, destination marketing organizations to airlines to hotels, events, attractions, and all the other uh, sub-industries that fall under the umbrella of the overall travel and tourism vertical, which has really made me appreciate it, essentially like the nuances that come with this industry's advertising requirements. So I'm really excited to provide as much insight as possible today. And yeah, just a bit of like a background is um, I'm essentially a new grad, but I have a lot of my background within accounting. So that was a major career shift for me to kind of focus in on marketing. I feel like, you know, building strategy and overall solutions is something that I'm really passionate about. So just getting to do that for a vertical that is as large as travel, um, I think it's something that I've been super passionate about. So yeah, looking forward to speaking more on this today. Amazing. Great to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'll pass it to you, Yehia, for your introduction. Yeah, thank you, Sneha. Uh, so I work with Munam in uh, in the solutions team. I am senior manager and I've been with StackAdapt for uh, two years and a half. Alongside Munam, our main focus is to be in the middle between the revenue team and our engineering and solutions team. Our role is to try to understand how the industry's needs change and evolve um, alongside the latest trends in the industry. We try to bring the latest and most innovative ideas uh, within the travel vertical and other verticals to our clients. And we work with other 
teams within Stack Adapt to build those solutions and make them accessible. We also work with our revenue teams and with our clients to help them understand how to use those solutions and to actually leverage them uh, to maximize their ROI on on their marketing dollars. And then before Stack Adapt, I will I used to be more on the brand side of things. So I worked in a large CPG company before. I also started my own company. So I was always a consumer of ad tech, which gave me a good perspective into the needs of marketers and the needs of organizations. Also being an entrepreneur, I think the concept of being resourceful and efficient in terms of how to maximize that ROI was paramount. We didn't have a lot of money to spend. So we're very cautious on really making the best out of um, out of the uh, the marketing dollars that we invest and also really understanding the customer journey and understanding the specific points that we need to kind of reach them at to achieve our, our objectives as an organization. Um, and luckily at StackAdapt, I've had the opportunity to be in the build mode. So with that perspective and with the knowledge I accumulated from everyone in, in, in the company, it gave me an opportunity to actually bring that understanding to the table and um, to try to think about things from that from that perspective. Amazing. Great to have you here. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. I just wanted to start with the question um, of programmatic advertising, specifically benefiting the travel industry, considering its unique challenges and consumer behavior. How do you think programmatic specifically benefits the travel industry? Yeah, I think I think that's a great question. And before I answer that question, I think it's important to understand what does a travel industry mean and what is a typical journey of a traveler? Because like I mentioned at the beginning, it's important to understand that journey so we can actually influence um, travelers through uh, our campaigns and achieve our objectives. So the way we look at travel, a lot of sub-travel verticals um, including destination marketing organizations, hotels, like you mentioned, is a, it's a huge player in that in that vertical. We have airlines, we have cruises, and we have other sub verticals. The typical travel journey, as we understand it, will have the three the three funnel stages: usually awareness, consideration, and conversion. So for travel, the first stage is called the research phase or the dream phase. A traveler would actually uh, go out there and try to consume a lot of information uh, about different destinations and different options for their travel. At the end of that stage, they'll make a decision on where they want to travel. And then there's the planning phase for travelers. So now that they know they want to, uh, let's say, travel to a certain destination, uh, there's a lot of planning that goes in place. Uh, which airline would I take? Which accommodation would I stay at? What activities uh, would I do? What attractions would I visit? And at the end of this phase, there's some sort of a plan where, okay, I want to travel those dates. Those are my airline options. Those are my accommodation options. At the last stage of that funnel, there is the actual booking. Uh, so travelers would typically book airlines uh, and then hotels and then the activities, usually in that order, but not necessarily. And ultimately, there is visitation at the end of this process. Uh, so if we link this back to programmatic, Programmatic has the advantage of being able to reach travelers at different stages of that funnel and also to measure the impact of the campaigns at each stage of that funnel. So if you think about the, the breadth and the, 
the comprehensiveness of, of programmatic, we are able to identify the signal that shows intent for traveler and then target them across different channels and understand at which stage exactly of the funnel they're at, reach them with the right creative and uh, reach them with the right ad and ultimately measure the impact of of our campaigns and feed this back into um, into our um, our our planning for the campaigns and actually extract insights and optimize uh, optimize on, on performance. And uh, how, how does uh, digital advertising enable personalized marketing experiences for travelers? And what do you think are some of the key data points that drive these campaigns? Yeah, so I think your targeting strategy especially is key in terms of delivering a personalized marketing experience for travelers, as Yaya mentioned regarding the travel funnel itself. Um, I'd say in that regard, contextual targeting is probably the most widely used tactic for this. And I would say it is quite effective for any upper funnel ads that a travel brand is running. Um, the reason why contextual targeting is so powerful is because you're able to reach a user about a specific destination, for example, as they're reading about it on the web. So the user is more likely to move down the funnel at this stage because they're consuming the content around the respective destination at real time at the moment that the ad is served. So that really goes a long way in terms of personalizing marketing experiences for travelers. But I wouldn't say the tactics actually end there. However, there are definitely other types of data sources that can be leveraged to deliver a more personalized experience for travelers. So I think a good example of this would be travel intent data, for example. Um, there are certain data sources that exist within the ad tech industry that are directly sourced from OTAs, booking sites, travel blogs, etc., that kind of capture data on users that are browsing on their sites or apps and see what they're searching for. So they later make this data available for digital advertisers and marketers to essentially target against. So if you want to reach a traveler who, let's say, might be in market to visit Toronto this summer, these travel sites and apps will actually capture the users who specifically went to their website and searched it up, which essentially is an indication that they're in market to visit Toronto this summer. So targeting these users will ensure that your ad is served to users uh, who are interested in visiting that destination, therefore making it a pretty highly uh, personalized experience. Um, other targeting tactics also exist. So, for example, transaction data has been uh, pretty big as of late within the travel industry. So uh, if there are specific merchants that you want to target uh, an user who is purchasing from, uh, you could do that. So let's say you want to target someone who specifically uh, bought like an airline ticket uh, from this uh, like specific brand of airlines. That is something you could do, or you can kind of target based on their behavior. So if your brand wants to, you know, market a specific loyalty program that is specifically catered to frequent travelers, then we can also target by users that frequently have traveled over the past year. So I think that is why it is so cool um, that digital advertising exists for marketers in this space because. You could be reaching users essentially anywhere over the world based on their actions and gives you the ability to create creatives that speak to a specific type of audience rather than having just a generic and broad creative that won't really resonate with many. Amazing. And, um, you know, lots of things are changing uh, when it comes to the uh, landscape of digital marketing. So how, how does a marketer ensure that they're staying on top of all these trends while also maintaining relevance and effectiveness? In, in travel advertising? 
Yeah, I, I I really like that question. And then I think at the very high level for the travel industry and for the digital advertising space in general, it's always changing. Changes can be at the level of microeconomics and it can be in a, the nuances of how a traveler make their decisions as they go along this journey. So I think the key to that is to identify the relevance of that trend or of that change to the objectives that we're trying to achieve. And for that to happen, I think it requires understanding of three things, understanding of the changes that are happening, understanding of the objectives that we're trying to achieve, and a strong understanding of the industry and how it works in general. So I'll give you an example. I think uh, everyone now is speaking about AI um, in terms of uh, its uses for marketing, Everyone wants to kind of throw in AI into all the efforts and all the projects that uh, we want to work on. And I think part of that is understanding to what extent is AI relevant, let's say, to a travel marketer. Because there's always the human component and it's always our ability to come up with a creative way to address the needs. As far as this example is concerned, I would say understanding the model itself and how it works uh, specifically for AI is the key to that. We have a strong understanding on, let's say, um, how a hotel is trying to optimize for the return on their investment and the bookings that are achieved through the marketing campaign. Uh, we understand the components that go into that decision-making for a traveler. Let's say the origin market of a traveler, the, the destination that a traveler is looking to travel to, the profile of the traveler itself, the typical spend of a traveler, uh, using those different components, we can train an AI model to actually generate uh, certain types of audiences based on those prompts, um, and then use this to target um, the audiences that are interested to to travel to to certain destination and will be a good fit for that for that hotel. So I think in in summary, it's. It's just being able to understand the relevance of the trend and apply it to um, to our own use cases and the needs of uh, of our travel marketers. Yeah, and I also wanted to add to that that I think at least in the context of our team specifically, we get a lot of chance to speak to travel brands and clients and agencies. They also do a great job at kind of letting us know like what's on the horizon or what's like emerging within the travel industry. That always also gives us a good idea in terms of like what to look out for or like what type of, uh, let's say, advertising strategies that are really uh, starting to, you know, emerge within the industry. And we can use that as kind of like the foundation for what our team does next in terms of creating uh, exciting features that cater to travel marketers. Amazing. And uh, if we have to talk about personalized travel marketing, what strategies uh, would you employ to strike a balance between automated programmatic campaigns and also adding a human element which is required for the personalized travel marketing how would you go about that i would go about that by applying the framework of using the human element so i think human element is really effective in in coming up with a creative plan for the campaign so for example if we are trying to target a certain type of audience who is interested in Let's say dining as 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 an example for a destination that has like a reputation of of a very good dining scene. 
And let's say we don't have a way to actually reach this type of audience. Our approach is to implement creative ways to uh, identify this type of audience and reach reach out to them or, or reach them programmatically. For example, using our digital out-of-home capabilities to target people who are in certain proximity of locations that we uh, we know, for example, have a dining experience and then retarget them when they show an intent and intend to travel. So in other words, I think it's it's on one side understanding um, the the requirements and coming up with a creative way to address uh, those certain requirements for our travelers and then using our tool to actually personalize and automate the personalization for travelers. So one example is our dynamic creative optimization, which works in a way that we have uh, some sort of a decision tree um, and our our human element in that is identifying the decision making logic and the decision making progress, and then identifying specifically what elements of a creative would be personalized uh, when those triggers or or, or, or decision making points are met, based on a certain data pipeline, and based on that decision tree, we're able to continuously optimize um, our creatives. Uh, and by extension, our campaigns to the specific audience that we're trying to reach and to the specific call to actions that we're trying to kind of um, deliver on that on that messages on our creatives. I I would say that 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 in my opinion is the balance between the human element and the, the automation. A question to the both of you: How do you determine uh, return on investment in this context? And what are some of the metrics that you'd like to point out and you know, say that these are the crucial ones when it comes to evaluating the success of a travel marketing campaign? Yeah, so that's a great question. And I think that's something that will always come up anytime a travel marketer is in the process of determining their marketing strategy is how we determine success, right? So you can obviously rely on the usual metrics, which are, you know, typical for digital advertising. So, you know, click-through rates, clicks, conversions, but to truly understand the success of your advertising campaigns in the context of travel, I'd say there is much more that you can do. And there are specific tools that exist within ad tech that allow travel marketers to measure this. So I'm just going to kind of break it down into three core buckets that we typically see on how we can measure success. The first one being is change in sentiment, sentimentality or affinity towards a specific brand. So Sometimes a travel brand will just want consumers to view their destination, hotel, airline more positively through their ads. And marketer, marketers will then usually use brand lift studies where this essentially helps them address this question where users were, who were exposed to the ad will be served with a survey after and the response in the survey will be compared against the answers of those who are not exposed to their ads. And this would essentially be able to determine a lift percentage. Uh, a positive lift, per lift percentage here would essentially mean that your campaign was a success because all those users that were exposed to your ads are now viewing your brand more positively, right? I'd say one of the other core uh, ways that travelers try to measure success is simply through just the amount of, let's say, the flight or hotel bookings that your campaign drove. So there are also specific tools in the space that allow you to do that as well. 
So let's say if you want to see the specific dollar amount of revenue that your digital campaigns are driving in terms of you know, flight or hotel bookings, this is a very crucial marketing tool for destination marketing uh, organizations, so DMOs. And these tools will allow you to kind of provide, uh, essentially connect like the dots between anyone who has been exposed to your ad and then being able to see if they later on went and made some sort of like a hotel booking or a flight purchase. Uh, additionally, they also get insight into, you know, the number of searches or the origin markets of the travelers, demographic attributes. But the core essential feature here is that you do get a revenue amount. And that is an easy way for travel marketers to kind of, you know, derive a ROAS value from their digital marketing efforts. And I'd say the final one that is very important, especially for destinations, is essentially just destination visitation and destination spend attribution. This is very lower stage of the marketing funnel, as Yaya mentioned earlier. Ultimately, the goal of any destination at the end of the day is to kind of drive users to visit their destination. But how do these marketing organizations actually understand how effective their digital marketing was in driving those visits? Well, there are many tools that currently exist that you know allow you to do this. So part one is just measuring you know the overall visitation. And there are so many foot traffic measurement partners that exist within the space nowadays that it is very easy to understand you know, who was exposed to your programmatic ad and then who actually ended up uh, being at your destination. This allows you to kind of connect the dots and understand, you know, just how effective your marketing ads were. Um, but I'd say part two of measuring success here is, and this might be the most important, is just understanding how much travelers are spending at like the merchants at stores within your destination. And with, uh, you know, measurement tools that are powered by transaction data, there is an ability to connect, uh, identifiers of those who saw a digital ad and then understand how much uh, revenue that they're driving within your destination. So this, you can also get an idea of, you know, the demographics of those that are, you know, ending up at your destination, where they're coming from, as well as which category of merchants they shop the most at. And most importantly, you get like the total number of revenue that's generated. So using these tools kind of really essentially helps any marketers get a comprehensive uh, insight into the ROI and the digital marketing campaigns. I'd say to essentially summarize my point, um, I'm saying that ad tech is at a really good place right now, I'd say in terms of measurement tools and solutions that can be used to get an accurate idea of ROIs. And these solutions cater specifically to travel vertical. So it always makes sense for any travel marketer to kind of incorporate these into their overall marketing strategy to know exactly what is working and what the messages uh, are, you know, most uh, well resonating with like their users. Um, and of course, you, you know, these tools aren't perfect uh, because you will never have a hundred percent coverage or insight into every user that is exposed to your ad simply because of, you know, identifiers and limitations with, you know, cookies being deprecated, but just even like having a 50% uh, sample size or insight into the market, is essentially a really good starting point for any marketer, marketer to kind of get a good understanding of what's truly succeeding with their campaigns. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you spoke about uh, cookie deprecation and personal data. So considering the privacy of these things, uh, the sensitivity of personal data, how do you prioritize customer consumer privacy while still leveraging data for targeted advertising in travel marketing? How do you draw the line? Yeah, uh, that's a really good question. I think 
This is a really hot topic right now in the ad tech industry, and there's certainly a lot of steps that have been taken and continue to be taken uh, to ensure consumer privacy is essentially protected at every step of the way when targeting users in a campaign. Um, you know, in the context of Stack It Up specifically, we will only record user data if the user has given us consent to uh, stack it up for using their data. If the user has opted out of any personalized advertising, we will not bid on their request um, or we do not, you know, record their identifier into our user database. So therefore, we will never record the, you know, user data on someone who does not want to see an ad uh, that is served through Stack It Up. But just speaking outside of Stack It Up um, and, you know, just throughout like the overall industry, I'd say any of the top players or uh, ad tech companies out there, uh, they're very compliant in the space and will essentially never collect uh, PII information unless it is consented. And um, even for targeting purposes, like ads will usually be targeted against um, hashed IDs of users. Uh, hashed IDs ensure that no matter who appears within the bitstream, there is no way to kind of decrypt that hashed ID and tie it back to a specific person. So this is essentially a very impenetrable methodology that ensures that a consumer's privacy is protected at all times. I'd say even for the men, uh, measurement solutions that I was just speaking about, um, all the insights and you know attributed revenue that is presented to you know the marketers, they're all aggregated. So no specific user identity is being exposed at any point in time. So I'd say altogether that this aspect of the industry is always evolving, and I think we can only expect uh, the strength of like the um, you know consumer privacy to only become stronger as time goes on. Um, because uh, we just see like the industry kind of going down this uh, path where there will be more scrutiny on protecting consumers and their privacy. So all the companies within the space will uh, try to do as best of a job as possible to make sure they're compliant in all aspects. Perfect. Yeah. And um, the final question, um, it's, it's the crystal ball question, informed predictions request. So how do you foresee the evolution of advertising within the travel industry? especially considering emerging technologies and changing consumer behaviors, especially post-pandemic? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I like that it's the last question because it kind of summarizes a lot of things that we talked about today. So I think the first part of the question is how did the consumer behavior change post-pandemic, especially for travel? So we hear a lot the the term of revenge travel. A lot of people couldn't travel for a long period of time. So there is a massive increase, just organic increase in the demand for travel across all the sub-verticals that we mentioned. So that's one component. I think the other component is because pandemic actually shifted the consumer behavior more digitally across the board, this also impacted travel. So the journey, which in part was in person and in part was digital, has shifted a lot towards a digital, uh, a more digital journey. And that means that this journey became more complex, more complex for us to understand, more complex for us to kind of reach those travelers. Uh, so I think that's one part of the change. And then the other part of the change which is more related to the future of our industry. I think the biggest theme, I think Munam touched on it, is privacy, changes in regulations, and also the idea of cookie deprecation. So I think. This shift in the industry will naturally mean more weight is placed on the usability of first-party data. 
Um, and that's where the technology is headed. So um, a travel brand uh, can have multiple sources for first-party data. So you have the CRM data, site activity, app activity, data coming from CDPs, clean rooms, loyalty programs. So different types of sources for first-party data. I think where the industry is headed is the ability to ingest this first-party data um, to be able to match it to programmatic identifiers and then do all sorts of things with with this with this first party data obviously the ability to activate this data programmatically and target users within that pool of data enrichment which is a huge component so and i think this one speaks more to the complexity of the journey and the complexity of traveler profiles so how do we understand this data how do we decipher this data into multiple components and then how do we identify the specific components that we'll use to enrich this data to actually target users with similar attributes at scale? I think also part of it is performance optimization and personalization. So again, stemming from the ability to ingest this first-party data um, and then understand what's within that data and then tie that back to campaign performance and use those insights to further optimize campaigns, further personalize uh, our campaigns to improve improve the KPIs that we're measuring. I think that's a huge um, change that will happen in the industry, uh, becoming more focused around the data um, coming from, from travel brands. And I think another component is going to be attribution, where right now attribution, there are different models of attribution. I think Munim, uh, touched upon the KPIs for certain types of travel subcategories like airlines and hotels. Extremely important to understand how the attribution model works. I think the ability to uh, tie first-party data, let's say first-party booking data, to campaigns and then doing more accurate attribution, it, it's only going to help brands to improve the ROI on, on their investment. And I think finally, just from from an analytics and insights perspective, being able to take those different types of components, let's say the first party data coming from a brand, let's say through CRM or campaign logs, uh, people were able to reach or different measurement solutions that we have and being able to dissect those audiences and understand different profile components, understand their journey through the specific decisions that they make along the funnel and then tie that back to the campaign and provide those insights back to brands. This will help them not only improve their uh, just digital marketing campaigns or programmatic campaigns, it'll give them an overall better understanding of who their clientele is, who their travelers are, and um, ultimately help them build uh, a more successful business. So I think to summarize my thought, I think the change is, is, is positive. Um, I think there's definitely a growing opportunity within travel. The fact that the journey is becoming more digital, it's actually in the advantage of, um, of digital marketers. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to actually improve the effectiveness and the ROI of, of the campaigns that we run. It adds the element of complexity, and this complexity is going to be amplified a little bit with cookie deprecation and with the changes in privacy. So the technology is headed more towards, in my opinion, improving the usability and the matching 
the activation of this first party data and then using it for all intents and purposes to help marketers, number one, target, number two, measure, and number three, analyze and, and extract insights to further optimize their campaigns and businesses in general. Amazing. That uh, brings us to the end of this episode. Munem and Yaya, thank you so much for joining us. This was really insightful. Great to have you here. And thanks to you, the one listening to this, whoever you are, marketer, brand, agency, I'm sure you had a lot to take away. Again, thanks so much for joining us. Great to have the both of you here. And to you, the one who stuck around till the very end, make sure you subscribe to the podcast to listen to the new episodes right when they drop. If you like the podcast, share it with your teammates. It could be a cool resource to post on your work chat as a recommendation. So go ahead and do that. And if you want to get in touch, write to us at academy at stackadapt.com. That is academy at stackadapt.com. We have episodes releasing every alternate Wednesdays. So stay tuned. Until then, this has been the How Agencies Thrive podcast. See you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the How Agencies Thrive podcast. If you like what you heard, then there's three things that you can do to support the show. Number one, subscribe. Number two, leave us a review. And number three, share our podcast on social media or with anyone who might find value in this content. If you have questions or feedback or just want to learn how agencies and brands work with StackAdapt, you can find us at stackadapt.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.